everybody. Uh, I think as our friend here, Ivory Mathis Jr. has put it, Joe Burrow, that's all. We need a moment of silence for this man. So if you will, wherever you are, please take a second and observe the moment of silence with us. Thank you. Oh. Hey guys, welcome to Stripes and Gripes. My name's Landry. Uh, the guy with the bag on his head is named Austin. And as you all know, uh, truth be told, Austin and I, before the show started, had really been wrestling and trying to grapple with what exactly are we going to do when it comes to this episode of Stripes and Gripes. We all know that the only storyline that matters from today is the fact that Joe Burrow, early in the third quarter, went down with what can only be described as a gruesome leg injury. Uh, I don't know the exact dynamics of it. All I know is that his knee went backwards in a way that it should not have. And clearly, it was something that ruined the rest of this season. I'm looking down here quickly because I saw right before we started, Joe Burrow tweeted something out. And this is about the only thing of news updates we have. 13 minutes ago, Joey Burrow says this. Thanks for all the love. Can't get rid of me that easy. See you next year. And guys, that's kind of our mantra right now. So from that tweet, we can basically gather what we already knew that Joe Burrow is done for the year. We can only get through this together. So today, guys, this is going to be a group therapy session of sorts. It feels like we are doing some counseling for one another because there's nothing good to be said. So he said, see you next year. I know for, for a lot of us, Guys, I didn't care about the second half of that game today. I watched that game so loosely. I was watching, but I don't know what happened. We'll have a few thoughts on it, even if we even care to talk about them. But we're going to get through this together. So if you choose to say, hey, see you next year, I don't blame you. I understand why you feel that way. But for the time being, let's at least commiserate together. Austin, if you would... Please reveal uh, your face to us and, and share some of your thoughts as we are joined here in what can only be described as the saddest and darkest of timelines. Um, hopefully that you can hear me well enough. Um, it's starting to rain where I am. Sprinkle along the front of the windshield and make their way to the back of the car. As I look out, the leaves have fallen off the trees. It's lifeless, mm -hmm. gloomy, void of any life forms that I can see. It's really making me feel deeply what a consistent theme is in the soul of a Bengals fan. It doesn't feel right that we should have to forego such pain over and over again. And it's not always just on the scoreboard. The pain runs deeper through injury, through coaching, through ownership, through anything you can think of. Some sort of demon always has to come in and ruin a Bengals fan's day. And I have a pit in my stomach. That's awesome. Austin, I think that that is, um, that's well said. It does feel like this franchise is cursed in many ways. It feels like nothing can go right. We saw this happen with Carson Palmer in that playoff game back in 2006. We saw this happen with Kajana Carter back in 1995, the number one overall pick. And we're seeing it here happen again in 2020 after the Bengals successfully tanked last year and got Joe Burrow. It feels like this is the most depressing thing we can think of. So let's go through some of the comments here to kick us off. Once again, this is Stripes and Gripes. If you're just joining us, we're here today for a group therapy session. Matt Townsley says, I hate it here. 
Matt, frankly, I do too. It feels like no one can understand exactly what it's like to be a Bengals fan. During the games this is happening, I told Austin, I hope no one feels happy today. I started to cheer against I'm cutting out. Laurie said, I'm so crushed. Laurie, crushed is to put it lightly. It is heartbreaking, sad, maddening. Everything you can think of, every negative or disparative adjective there is, is right. Bruce, this is the worst. This is as bad as it can get. The only worst case thing that could have happened today is exactly what occurred. Greg Simon says, fire Zach Taylor. Yep. We'll get into that a little bit later. And Jim Turner, he says, a lot of people with people feeling upset. Someone says, Austin driving the car. No, Austin is not driving, so do not worry for his his safety. Incompetent O-line, Jackie, 1,000%. Pray for Joe Burrow. I would also say no matter the diagnosed injury, rest of Burrow, the rest of the season is not to risk any more losses under Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor is definitely hemorrhaging at this point. Sick of losing talent due to dumb spit. You know what I mean. Yes, Jackie, thank you for keeping it PG for us. So sick for Joe. He's an amazing person. I hope he felt he heals fast. So sick watching it happen. Sad face emojis. It's Zach Taylor's fault. I defend this offensive line in the offseason. Needs to be fired tomorrow. Guys, Brendan, that's a great point. Today's injury happened because Michael Jordan, they stood by at left guard, though we knew that he was not the answer. The offensive line comes back healthier than ever today, and they still roll him out there, and that's what happens. Who day anyway, Bruce? I respect how you feel. OMFG, no Joe, flipping O-line, Molly, completely true. Got people saying, hey, I'm cursed. The, bro the curse of Bo Jackson strikes again. And Austin, even without being announced, we got a phone call here. And so as we take this phone call, guys, call in, vent your frustrations. We're here for each other today. Hey, Michael, you're on with Stripes and Gripes. And honestly, I don't know where this call is going to go, but feel free to take it wherever you so please. Why? Why, 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 why? We're one of the most loyal fan bases in all of the NFL. And we always, I'm going to keep it PG, always get something happen to us like this. Always. It's over It's over being depressed. It's over being upset. It's over asking for Zach Taylor to be fired. We can't keep pointing the blame at Zach Taylor. We're not that good of a football team. We're cursed. It's Cincinnati. Get used to it. It's the Bengals. It's Cincinnati. It's the Reds. Get used to it. We're the worst sports town in all of the country. I'll never start rooting for us. But why are any of us surprised? It's the Bengals. Why are we surprised by this? That's all I got. Thanks for the show, guys. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael. Uh, guys, yes, keep the calls uh, coming in here. 513-278-3088. We are here to say whatever you have. Austin, what's on your mind? Michael just said, basically, quit even looking for answers. We yep. are cursed. That will forever be. So cheer on, but know that at any point, given time you're toast and there's nothing you can do about it before i could respond to that comment we got another phone call here uh hey Sutton, you're on with stripes and gripes i don't know where your phone call is going to go but today as long as you keep it pg feel free to vent however you so feel inclined to so i'm going to start off with you know it's unfortunate for joe burrow i mean yeah at this point i mean the Bengals were already it was already kind of going downhill as it was, but nothing is really on Joe, Joe Burrow's shoulders. At the end of the day, it is always goodbye, Zach Taylor. You will not be missed. And at this point, I mean, I hope and wish the very best for you. I really do. But you're the way it is. You just are not meant to be in Cincinnati. I mean, that that, that let, let's be honest. I mean, that's just the way it is, and there's nothing really that can be done about it. So, I mean... Unless anybody says anything different, I think that's the way it should be. Sutton, thank you so much for your call. I have to say, Sutton, you are far kinder than I would. Because let's get – all right, let's go through some of this together. Keep your calls coming in, 513-278-3088. I made it let – me, let me talk about this here for a second. As we go through this together, i got to figure this out for us. 
if I can find it. We're going to go through some grief together here today, guys. So the five stages of grief, starting with denial. I'm past denial. Guys, Joe Burrow is done for the year. He has said so himself via Twitter. Now we're on to anger. So let's get on to anger. Let's let's get to that point. Sutton, I'm glad you said you wish Zach Taylor well. And in his life, I hope Zach Taylor does do uh, good things. I think he seems like a kind man. We're getting a phone call, and that's probably a good thing, so I can bite my tongue here. So let's see who we have on the line today. Hey, who is this? Hey, Tiffany. Uh, welcome to Stripes and Gripes. As we said, as long as you keep it family friendly, share what's on your mind. Okay, can I share now? Yep, you're on. Oh, okay, great. First, I'm just so disappointed. My husband is like literally sick. He's not had his fifth Jack and Coke. He's mad. He's sad. He's just upset. It's like 2020 is just like giving us resting bitch face already. We don't need any help from the Cincinnati Bengals just screwing it up and not protecting our quarterback. I'm just so pissed off. Mm -hmm. I can't deal. Xanax is not going to work today. Tiffany, how are we hear how your husband is coping? How are you coping this loss? Uh, I'm on my fourth Jack and Coke, and I'm not very happy either. So I guess we'll just drink more and just say who day anyway. Who day anyway is all we can say. Tiffany, thank you so much for calling. If you if you feel so inclined to call back. Your husband does. We'll be here for you. Absolutely. Hey, Thanks, Tiffany. David. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Hey, you too. Hey, Austin has a question for you. Hold on. Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Tiffany? Hi. I can. Can you? Um, I, I want you to know that regardless of the Bengals' terrible day, we care about you as people, and we think you're great. Oh, well, yeah. It's just like we I – think, I think everyone is feeling – pressure and somehow we're all looking for just a little bit of glimpse of hope and happiness mm-hmm. and we're always rooting for our home team and we're always behind our home team regardless but it's just like we can never catch a break yep and today was a day that hopefully catch the break and it's just like damn yeah it's just so sucks it, it, so it for those suck. out there listening drink up enjoy yourselves we're all still breathing we'll get over it but it sucks. It does. Major. Tiffany, thank you for the phone call so much. We look forward to hearing from you again soon. All right. Bye. Bye. I mean, she said it right, guys. 2020 has been a really sucky year and f- selfish of us, foolish of us to think the Bengals would make it any better. When have the Bengals ever done anything good for us? And we thought this was finally the year. They go through last year. They're absolutely terrible. We watch these games out of hate. So we can finally get Joe Burrow as quarterback. We get him. And what happens? Zach Taylor and Jim Turner get their collective minds together and say, no, we should do. Let's run these dumpster juice containers of human beings play the offensive line. They let these guys. So today they finally make some adjustments. They put Jonah Williams back out there. That's the left tackle of the future. Hopkins at center. He's a mainstay. Spain has been solid. Adenogy has flashed at tackle, but they keep Michael Jordan in there. Through the week, we knew Michael Jordan was the worst offensive lineman on this team. And guess what? Michael Jordan is the one that cost this team Joe Burrow for the rest of this season. Not just him, the collective minds of Zach Taylor, who I told Austin, I hope that right now in the postgame press conference that the reporters are roasting him with questions that literally sear his skin with how scathing the thoughts are. The negligence of that man and his best friend, Jim Turner, who's never been good with the Dolphins, with Texas A&M, or any other stop along the way, those two should be charged with treason of the highest degree. They don't care about this team. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care about the safety of their players. Inside, I know that their hearts broke when Joe Burrow went down because they know their jobs are connected to that man. But also, there was a little bit of happiness in them because finally their stupid treasonous plan came to fruition. And boy, am I upset to know that. So while you're out here trying to figure out your Thanksgiving plans in the middle of a pandemic, knowing it's a dicey year, Jim Turner and Zach Taylor were scheming against you and they got what they wanted. 
Let's go to the comments. Please continue uh, to call in 278-3088. Sad, sad time, says Andy. And Finley G's. Yeah, Jackie, you're right. Finley is the worst backup quarterback in the history of life. So, well to say. Joni says, our season wasn't going over anyway, so we're back next year, maybe number one pick. Joni, I appreciate the positivity. I'm not here for it right now. Maybe when we get through some further stages of grief, but right now we're still at anger. We were going somewhere. The reason we tuned in these games is to watch the development of Joe Burrow. Now, do you want to watch Ryan Finley run his sorry, raggedy arm out there? I sure don't. I'd rather – we'll get to what we'd rather do than watch that here in a little bit. Bruce Asbury, is it too soon to get a first-round QB? Yep, it is. All right, this one's a little – over PG, but he did censor himself, so I'm not going to say it. Let's not forget about Drew, a.k.a. Randy Self. Yeah, Randy overshadowed is the fact that Randy Bullock missed three kicks. But here's the thing about Randy Bullock. He did today exactly what he does. Suck. This isn't new. He sucks. What Randy Bullock does do is make the gimme kicks. Well, he missed the gimme kicks today. So regardless of the outcome of this game, Randy Bullock, you're finished. You should be arranging your own you and Alex Erickson who can't field a punt to save his life should be at Hertz rental car right now pulling out your AAA cards getting your discount on the newest Nissan Altima to drive your sorry tails back to Cincinnati and you can carpool with Zach Taylor and Jim Turner because you four have ruined the holidays the pandemic already put a damper on it but you you four <laughs> you suck going forward should have listened to Carson. We're not getting to that right now. Uh, Mike Robinette, I let say let John Ross play QB the rest of the year. Yeah, wildcat formation. Let's get wild. He is hurt, but it would be pretty cool if we saw him at quarterback. Ooh, Jackie would rather watch her ex than watch Finley. Ooh, Jackie with a scathing take, but she is not wrong. Richard said, can we get someone off the street? I can't watch Finley for the rest of the season. There's some benefit to that. Ryan Finley is going to lead us nowhere. Watching Ryan Finley is like asking, would you like to have your eyes picked by toothpicks slowly to where you just can't see anymore because of the blood that's in there? Ryan Finley is that bad. Jackie said, Bullock got paid to lose. Yeah, there's a chance. He sure looked like it. Uh, Bruce, he loves today's show. Bruce, we're not sure what we're doing on today's show, but we're just angry with the rest of you. Two words, Jake Elliott. Yes, Joni, good point. They did have Jake Elliott and they cut him, but they also have Austin Siebert ready to go on the team right now. Brian says we should have a, a segment called Randy Sucks and the many reasons why he sucks. You know what, Brian? That's a good point. Everybody right now in the comments, why does Randy Bullock suck? But not just why does Randy suck. Why does Zach Taylor suck? Why does Jim Turner suck? And why does Alex Ayrton suck? So we're going to get this in a minute. I promise you. We're going to talk about why this team, you know, let's just let's go ahead and get to it. We were going to talk about why is Washington the worst today. And I had some fantastic thoughts about some terrible vacations. I've been the twice times, two times I've been there, including me getting yelled at the National Art Gallery when I was six for taking my hat off. But we're not talking about Washington today. Let's talk about why is this franchise the worst? Let's just get into it. Why do the Bengals make you sad to exist? What is it? Call in 513-278-3088. Tell us why this franchise makes you sad. And we're going to get all we're once again, we're doing stage of grief together, guys. And right now yeah. we're at anger. So let's we get are it at all anger. out. We will Austin, tell me why this franchise is the worst. Well, hopefully you can hear me well enough, but uh um, yep, we can hear you. Uh, anger. So we don't want, you know, Obviously, we don't want to dwell forever on the anger. So we're going to get past that in a second. But since yep. it is anger, we get to be angry. Yes. I'm angry that I, we were having, Landry, we were live streaming it together like we were normally watching the game. You were you were excited. You were giving me the play-by-play. -play. Like, yes. Burrow, Burrow drops back. Oh, nice out to AJ. Wow, we haven't seen him. This makes me excited. Like, we were excited that AJ was back in the game and doing all this stuff. And now, once that moment happened, everything ceased to matter. Literally everything ceased to matter. You were just sitting there silent. We were just sit there, and then every once in a while we'd go, this yep. is terrible. Austin, and before you keep going, we got a phone call here, so we should probably let the people go first. Hi, who is this? David. Hey, David. As long as you keep it family-friendly, let it out. We have been fans of this for so long and Mike Brown does not care. It's like he wants to be the Cleveland Browns again. 
He has not changed the legacy of anything. He disgraced to his father's name. So the organization could be so much better. Oh, I'm so mad. I, I, I want to cry. Yep. The Bengals have been my life. Oh, so, so upset. Sorry. No, David, no, don't, don't apologize because, I mean, as I was watching the game with Austin through the stream here, I mean, he could tell that I was dejected. I told him, Austin, I'm really sad about this. And he said, I can tell that you are. We both are. So, David, tell me, how are you going to cope with this this afternoon? Honestly, I turned the game off after Finley came in and yep. flopped like a dead fish like he is. <laughs> I took my daughter out. We ran some errands. I wanted to take off our jerseys. I was so disheartened at that moment. I, I, I can't even put it into words. I mean, my, my daughter, she's eight. Even she said she knew it was bad, and she even said, why are we still fans? I don't even know what to say to that anymore. I don't either. And, David, I appreciate your phone call. Feel free to hey, call David, back hey, in if you hey, got David, anything David, else. David. Hey, Austin has a Hold question on. for you real quick. Hold on. Yes, sir. Did you? Did you? David, David, if you could, from the injury, what would you do to save him? If you could help Joe Burrow avoid, if you could help Joe Burrow avoid his injury, what would you do to have saved him? You know, honestly, I probably would have benched him about two weeks ago. All right. Um, I hate to say that because Joe looks great. However. We need to save him until we build a better line. Yes, you're right. Hey, David, thanks so much for the call. I know you turned off the game, but thanks for tuning in with us, and we'll be here for you. All right, brothers. See ya. I mean, as he said, I, I I couldn't turn off the game. Austin was like, do you think people have been watching? I was like, I have a feeling people are just staring at the screen like we are, wondering where else they can go. Austin, before I let you continue your stuff, let's figure out what people have to say. Uh, we said Finley is downright terrible. A severe drop-off from Burrow. It's unreal. Burrow was able to mask a lot of issues, the offensive line that may have been there. And when Finley came in there, they were present as ever. Uh, Lance said, I'd rather have Fing Ray Finkel as kicker. Ray Finkel is also a character from Ace Ventura. So I would also rather have a fictional character. I'd also rather have anybody in this chat take kicks as opposed to Rainer Bullet, because, A, I bet you're a decent person, and he's not. Uh Ivory Mathis says, don't forget Michael Jordan. Joni, owners make terrible decisions. Absolutely they do, and they have for as long as we have. Steve said, give my nephew tryout for offensive line. He's a beast. Steve, line him up. Take him to Paul Brown this weekend, and I'll make sure he gets that tryout. Sutton, Zach Taylor sucks because he doesn't have any idea on what he's doing on the sideline. You're right. He's thoroughly incompetent, and he deserves to be jobless right now. Uh, they refuse to spend money for good players. They tried to spend money this offseason. Now Trey Reigns and DJ Reader are hurt. Uh Dennis said, can we all chip in for a, a fire Zach Taylor billboard? Dennis, I promise you this. If you get a GoFundMe on a fire Zach Taylor billboard right now, I will donate $20 this afternoon, and I won't ask any questions. So, Dennis, get that going. We'll, we'll crowdsource this together. Let's make it happen. Brian says, Lou sucks. Zach sucks. Randy sucks. O-line still sucks. Yeah, a lot of people just sucking out there. Got a phone call coming in here. Let's see what the people have to say. Hey, who is this? Hold on. Oh, let me. I got to put you on speakerphone. This is my mistake. Bear with me. Hey, who is this? Disgruntled fan. Austin, we got disgruntled fan on with us. Disgruntled fan, if there was ever a day made for you, it was today. Disgruntled fan, keep it family friendly, but let us know what you're thinking. I'm going to try to keep it family friendly, but I'm going to need more than 15 seconds. Hey, here. I got something to get off my desk. You, right. you got as much time as you need right now. I started for this team in 1980. 1980, I started rooting for this team. Ken Anderson is what pulled me in. My all-time favorite, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, growing up in the 80s, I always thought the Bengals were going to be good. I couldn't have been more wrong in my life about anything. Fast forward to 2003. My son was four years old. Started wanting to watch the Bengals with me. I said, son, pick any other team in the NFL to root for but the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. I said, they will do nothing but break your heart. I said, you can root for anybody in the NFL but Pittsburgh. You root for Pittsburgh, you find another place to live. Yeah. Basketball. I feel I feel right now just like I did in 2005 when Carson Palmer got his knee wrong. You know why? Because our hope is gone. Yep. Joe Burrow was our hope. That's why I kept tuning in week yep. after week was to see this young star rising. He always gave us hope. Carson Palmer gave us hope. I don't care what anybody says. Carson Palmer was a good quarterback for the Bengals. He got sick of the mess, too. He got sick of the Brown family, too. All right? Now, Pastor Joe Burrows, this young man, now he's already hurt because they don't have enough sense to go out and get an offensive line. He's been the worst offensive line for three years, 
It's part of the reason Andy Dalton got shipped out of town. Now, I know he's not in Joe Burrow's league, but Andy Dalton has played horrible behind there. Ever since Andrew Whitworth has been gone, that offensive line has been nothing but trash. trash. Now, what do we got to look forward to this next few weeks? Watch Finley? Watch the Lou and Rama, or however you pronounce his damn name? Yep. That defense he puts on the field, that scheme he puts on the field, this is, there is no reason has a fan. Has a fan I should care more than the Brown family or Duke Tobin. There is no reason I should care more than them. But you know what? I do because it's a business to them. It's very in my heart. I love this football team. I despise the Brown family. I despise their way of thinking. I despise Duke Tobin. I despise that Taylor. He's got to go. But you know what? He won't go. He won't go. He will not be fired. You guys know it as well as I do. We can scream it till the roosters crow, man. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to give him a pass because Joe Burrow got hurt. Did you see that game last week? I couldn't even call it. I was so mad about it. Zach Taylor can't compete with Mike Tomlin. He can't compete with Hardball and Lamar Jackson. He don't have this game to do it. Come on, guys. We can't even beat the Cleveland Browns. This isn't Cincinnati football no more. This is not the 80s. This is horrible. Now what are we going to do? Our hopes are, we well, Joe Burrow, we'll Carson Palmer, we'll Ken Anderson, we'll Boomer Esiason. What do you turn? You got nothing. What do you, you put this lack of, look how the team, the team can't handle adversity. Look how they folded as soon as Joe Burrow went down. The defense, the offense, everybody just folded. I know Finley's not a good quarterback. The defense just started getting up big 15, 20-yard chunk runs, big pass plays that was not open for the first two and a half quarters of the game. Nothing was there. Watch the head hit. What a big pass play. That was it. This team cannot handle adversity. From the leadership down, this team is bottom barrel. And we, the fans, suffer for Mike Brown, Katie Brown, Duke Top, Tobin's incompetence. We are the ones who suffer for this. We sit around here deflated week after week. When you guys are right, all we've been through was this COVID, all this stuff that's happened in 2020, everything that's going on, we want three hours out of our day to root for our young stud quarterback. And look what happens, because we all said this was going to happen without an offensive line. He's been getting murdered every single week. Mm-hmm. Now, the offensive line has played better in some games, but against top-tier commission, they do not play well. They are they are backups, most of them, but Jonah Williams, he seems to be all right. Trey Hopkins is all right at times, but these are backups protecting a could potentially be the best quarterback of all time given 10, 15 years. Yep. He's not going to last in Cincinnati that long, guys. Nope. He's already beat up. He's disgruntled. I, 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 I don't know what else to say about it, guys. All I all I can say is I could have never been more wrong in the 80s when I thought the Bengals were always going to be. When I was a kid growing up, Kenny Anderson, Anthony Munoz, Ken Riley, Isaac, Mr. Smooth Curtis, you know, all these guys, David Fulcher, Tim Crumright. These guys don't exist no more in Cincinnati. They don't. We had a, we could hang our head on our young rookie quarterback. And I do like Tyler Boyd, Jesse Bates, some of these other guys that give it all. Joel Mixon, Giovanni, and all that. Bottom line is, Finley, we're not going to win another game this year. I don't see it happening, guys. No, I th- I don't see it happening. Who are we beating? Uh, I think that you're right. And, and disgruntled fan, I want you to know this. I want you to know first and foremost that was the most well put, eloquent rant about the the futility of this franchise I've ever heard. I want you to know that going forward, when people say, Landry, who is your hero? I have my answer. His name is Disgruntled Fan, and he's a great man, and you don't know anything like he knows anything. That was the most perfect thing you could have said. Because like you said, we thought it gave us hope, and now we don't have that. Watching Finley sounds terrible. Hope is a very powerful thing. And it's what kept us going because last year the team didn't have hope, and I still tuned in, and it was miserable. This year the record wasn't good. It was miserable. But the record wasn't good, but the team still gave us hope this year. And now Ryan Finley putting hope in him, that's the most foolish thing we could do right next to. Well, you know, if you go and draft somebody like Joe Burrow, Somebody like Joel Burrow, if you draft him, I don't care if you have to beg, borrow, steal, cheat, dig deep in your pockets, trade away draft picks, get somebody in free agency. I don't care. You have to go out and get offensive linemen. Not a six round, one six rounder in a draft and go get the Dallas Cowboys backup who have been in place since what, week two, three, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You cannot. I mean, this is the thinking of the Brown family. Yep. I mean, it's so logical to us. To us, it is so logical. But to them, it's like from here to the moon, man. 
they just, they are so, I don't know if they're just, it's a business and it's just money to them. That's what I think it is. They're not going hungry. No. We are. We're going hungry for a Super Bowl win. No. And Joe Burrow finally is the one that can lead us there because, let's face it, guys, the way he throws the ball, the way he thinks, the way he checks off the line of scrimmage, the way he can move around in the pocket, the way his attitude is, and he's not safe. This kid is a winner, man. He is. This kid has got what Kenny Anderson had. I'm telling you, this kid has got it. And the Bengals are willing to throw it all away by not doing what they needed to do do to protect the young man and I feel so bad for Joe Burrow right now I feel so bad for him right now because this is the man that could bring us to the promised land of football I promise you if the Bengals did the right thing offensive line defensive line build a team from inside out if the Bengals did this and protect now I know three things happen I know but if you do all you can to protect this young man Uh he will take us to the Super Bowl he will beat the Pittsburgh that we can't seem to beat in six years. He We're is. not beating him when we play him in Cincinnati this year. I'm not even tuned into that game because I can't watch that garbage rat. I can't. That's like back to the dumpster and pulling the lever. That's what it is. That's back exactly right. Back to the right. dump truck and pulling that lever. This ground fan. I had a flight one time. I had a flight one time from Boston to Cannabis, Michigan. That's where I live. I'm not even from Cincinnati. Yep. Ken Anderson stole my heart when I was a boy. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a flight from Boston to Kalamazoo. They said, your layovers to Pittsburgh. I said, I'm not taking that flight. That is canceled. Yes. Said, well, the next flight is the next day in Detroit, Michigan. I said, I'll take that one tomorrow <laughs> in Detroit, Michigan. I'm not flying into Pittsburgh. <laughs> this ground right. fan, I, I want to thank you so much for everything you just said. Uh, we need to have you on like as a special guest at some point because that was fantastic. Your commitment to hating Pittsburgh is is something that I thought only well, I felt. That's why I love T.J. Hushmanzada so much. That's why I love T.J. Hushmanzada. Yes. He despised that team up there. He despised them. I love T.J. Hushmanzada. Absolutely. Disgruntled fan, I'm going to let you go here, but feel free to call me anytime. Thanks for letting me rant, guys. Hey. Thanks for the extra time. No. Drive safe. Be careful. Uh, I'm tuning in to you guys. Hey, we'll, Hopefully better days are ahead. Thanks for letting me rant. We'll God be here you, and take care. Take care. Guys, I, I just want to say real quick. Hey, happy to you too. Austin, I that is that's the that's the person we need to aspire to be. That is passion unmatched. That was phenomenal. Notice he he it's like he had, had that memorized his entire life. There wasn't a single word he tripped over. He knew exactly. <laughs> and the fact that he was willing to skip a flight to Pittsburgh and leave the next day, that is the most committed act I've ever seen in my life. And I need to meet this person as soon as COVID's over. Austin, we're going to Kalamazoo, Michigan, and we got to find this guy. Dude, fantastic. I mean, that was unbelievably impressive. That truly was pouring out of him. I mean, and I think we all feel that. Also, I want to point out that Austin appears to be going through a rainstorm and might have gotten almost in an accident during that rant, but he oh is here with us. Well, I will say, no, my wife is driving fine, but I looked up and I was way closer to the car than, you uh, thought. than I wanted to be. So, there it is. yeah. Uh, I will say, you know, so, so Landry. Yes, sir. Disgruntled fan just gave an amazing speech. And there's a comment back here that I want you to address. It's You have to scroll up. It's by Anthony Thompson. Yeah. He says, you can say that the players, the coaches, and owners suck, but to say they don't care, come on. So he's talking about you earlier saying that, you know, that about right. the players. And I feel like you need to respond to that, right? Yeah. Okay, just, you know, uh, obviously we are going through the angry phase of the grief cycle. Yes, we and, are. And, and go ahead. Tell Anthony what Yes, sir. And, uh, Anthony, first of all, as we learned at halftime, Anthony Thompson here is our friend from Australia, and we are so glad to have him here with us. Uh, Anthony, uh, you're right. Anger does make us say things we don't mean. I'm still angry, but in some ways I feel like my newfound spirit animal, a.k.a. A disgruntled fan really got some of that anger out of me just then because he's sharing it with me. They aren't very good right now, but they do care. They care far more than all of us in this room combined. This is their livelihood. This is their careers. This is their future. I think the players care a lot. Honestly, I think Mike Brown cares a lot. He just got a weird way to show it. And I think that Zach Brown, not Zach Brown, the linebacker, I think that Zach Taylor, he, he thinks – I mean, he cares. I just think he's put, putting his care in places he doesn't need to. Places such as his offensive line coach, Jim Turner, 
or Jim, yeah, Turner, he he shouldn't care about what he thinks. He shouldn't have Michael Jordan in there. But you're right. They do care. And that's my mistake. Here in Stripes and Gripes, we're willing to admit when we make mistakes. And I I agree with that. Austin, let's get to some more of these comments here before. Hey, feel free to call in 513-278-3088. Share your thoughts on today, anything you got. Mike says they don't care about the players, no indoor facility, terrible coaches, especially disrespect for our QBs throughout history. And players constantly injured says something is wrong. Can't all be bad luck. Richard, our friend from, from across the pond, says we're the worst because of all the coaching in the NFL. We get this offensive guru who's never coordinated in the NFL. How can you go with such an improving guy? Because Mike Brown is cheap. Yes, it would have been possibly more encouraging for us to see someone like uh, Eric Bieniemy come in. But this is who we have right now. Uh, Lance here with an un, unpopular opinion or one I haven't thought of. We need to hire Peyton Manning as coach. Just think what he could do with Burrow. That's something to think about. Mike here with a great thought. Ocho Cinco for kicker. Can even run a few fakes. Chad Johnson for kicker echoes David Allen. Ty says, if we at our job did what the Bengals do, we would be fired. And, yeah, you're right. If we failed as much as they do, we would for sure be out of it. Dustin says, let's go to Paul Brown Stadium and protest. Dustin, you bring the signs. I'll bring the pitchforks. Brian says, after Randy missed the extra point, I also said call Chad Johnson up. Yeah, Chad would be a great thing. Greg says, Darren Simmons has some fire in him. We didn't consider him for HC. They interviewed him last time, but what he's doing with Alex Erickson right now tells me he's not ready for that sort of job. Uh, Joni says, I tried to switch over the Steelers in 2000. Whoa, Joni, that is, that's cursing in this part. Couldn't do it. My heart would root for them. The Bengals are inside of me, and that is what I'm talking about. Uh, Austin, any thoughts from what we've heard so far here? No, uh, it's, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say. I love being a sounding board for people. I would love to hear somebody else call in and share what they're feeling because honestly, the best way to actually get through is to feel what you're feeling and know that you're in it with other people. And that's what we're here for. So I want somebody else to call in 513-278-3088. Give us a call. We just want to hear from the people who are number one listening. And if you're listening for the first time, just call in. We're here to talk. This is about community, and obviously we're going to need each other for a little while longer because the rest of the season might as well be worth just about as much as uh, a penny that's dirty, that's bent, and that's thrown in a sewer. It is. Yeah, let's – yes, a bent, dirty penny in a sewer is what the season looks like the next seven games. Guys, I had to start to think about what games we might be able to win, and uh, those have all gone out the window. But I just want to give some credit here to Disgruntled Fan. As people were talking, Bruce said he loved it. Lance said, this guy's a legend. Bruce with the fire emoji. Sutton saying, this is fantastic. Brian Schuff says, disgruntled fan for Prez. Michael Bergeron, disgruntled fan over everything. David Allen, that was truly amazing. Disgruntled fan needs a Stripes and Gripes award. Yeah, I mean, it's unmatched right now, and I can't express you how grateful I am for what he had to say. Anthony Thompson, haha, we're all angry. Yes, Anthony, forgive me for saying they don't care. They do care, but you and I care too. We always express it in different ways. That's right. Ways. You and I care too. We're going to, and Landry's going to say stuff like that because that's what we do. We're here to vent. So, I mean, like that's part of what Stripes and Gripes is about. I think in some years this team hasn't cared. I think some of it last year you saw they didn't care. I know it's kind of, obviously we're seeing Carlos Dunlap perform really well in Seattle, but I'm not sure he cared here at the tail end now that some of that could have been from the coaching staff. But we, the roster they have does care. The coaches do care. But it just shown in strange ways. Um, they don't care. They get paid to lose, says Dustin. I think they gotta care in some way. Um, oh yeah, it's uh, Bruce wanted to know the number. I might have said it wrong. It's here at the bottom. Five one three two seven eight three zero eight eight. It's ticking across the bottom there. If you want to know, uh, Lance says disgruntled fan for new GM. And Ken says, my buddy is texting me, will we score a touchdown the rest of the season? I would like to say that's a stupid question, but with the way that Ryan Finley just kind of uh, – I think someone said flops around like a dead fish out there. Tough to say. Dead fish don't throw football well, and neither does hey, Ryan Finley. Landry, I think there's a good question that we could ask, and we might even have it on a banner. Yeah, what I think – What is I think, something that you would give up to yeah. reverse everything that happened? Let's go through this. So as we go through, we went through denial is at the start of it, trying to think, is Joe Burrow going to be okay? He's not. We've gone through anger together. We're angry. We still are angry. But let's move in a little bit of bargaining here. The next step of the grief process. So usually we're going to talk about why is Washington the worst and the subject related to that. But today let's go with what would you put yourself through right now to save Joe Burrow from that injury? What would you have done 
to make that play not happen. I think about things in my life. A couple of years ago, um, my dear sweet wife and I were in the parking lot for, I believe, a um, TJ Maxx or something. And I was trying to put a grocery cart up and I moved it and she thought my foot was elsewhere. She ran over my foot with her car. It, uh, it tore off my toenail just a little bit. I would let her run over my feet 17 times a piece just to tear off each toenail of mine if it meant that Joe Burrow's knee was still intact. And that's something I'd go through right now to make sure his knee was okay. What about you, Austin? Um, you know what? What I would sacrifice in order to make Joe Burrow healthy again and not have that situation happen, um, I think, if I'm accurate, you only need you know one testicle. Um, so I would give one of my testicles up uh, to revert that scenario. Um, if there's a way we can, you know, make it have other meaning to give to somebody who needs a testicle as well, that would be nice. But if not, I'll do it anyway. Uh, Austin, that is, I'm not even sure disgruntled fan would go that far. Oh, disgruntled fan would do both. <laughs> he would. Disgruntled fan skipped a connecting flight to avoid going to Pittsburgh. And disgruntled fan, I want you to know how much we are thrilled with you here. You, we'll get to you more later, but thank you so much. Dan says this, and this is a great thought from Dan. He would shave that mustache off. I would also shave Austin's mustache off too. I don't, I don't, he, <laughs> hey, Dan is probably talking about his own mustache. No, he got a goatee. Oh, well, I would sh- <laughs> All right, Dan can shave my mustache off, and I'm going to shave his goatee off. If we will do a weird mutual shaving each other's faces to let that happen. Lance says, I would let Steve-O from Chack A kick me in the nuts. A lot of people who inflict pain upon their groin region, it sounds like. Everybody call in 278-513-278-3088. Let us know what you would do. Also comment as well. Feel free to save in. Joni said she would take the leg injury for herself. I think that's a valid thought. Uh, I would be writhing in pain right now. Would not have handled it near as well as he did, but I would (laughs) definitely do that. Uh, Uh, William William says, can we save our lunch money and buy an offensive line? Mike Robinette says, I'd wear a Van Olhoffen jersey for a month. I also would do that as much as it would pain me. And Mike, if I recall, you're in the middle of Steelers territory with your family. So that would be you blending in. But for the rest of us, I think we would probably do the same as much as it would be terrible. Brian says, I would give a nude body (laughs) massage to Mike Brown. Oh, man. I'll be honest. I've not really critiqued Mike Brown's physique recently, but I don't know if it's exactly just the uh, the poster of, of Chiseled. But I would get every nook and cranny and every little fat roll he may have, that little area between his thighs, <laughs> real nasty as he drives his go-kart around, golf cart around oh at training my. camp. Yeah. I mean, give me the we, lotion. and we, we, have, we have officially reached a new level here on Stripes and Gripes. Uh, we are now talking about giving nude body massages I mean, to the owner of an NFL team. And I respect it. Here's what I also have to say. Does a nude body massage mean that you're, <laughs> you're nude while you're giving it or is it just the person is nude? Don't matter. You set the rules and I'll be there. <laughs> I mean, guys, at this point, as we talk about the stage of grief, we are in the middle of bargaining. We have bargained as much as uh, willing to give nude body massages to to Mike Brown. Really, people kick us. I said, let my wife remember my toenails once again. We have all of those things on the table for things we would do. So please continue to call in, comment 513-278-3088 letting us know what you would do. Let me go back to that banner there. What it is that you would do to save Joe Burrow from that injury. Um, I mean, this is really, really, really tough to comprehend. And we got people saying, Rob Peterman saying, I would apologize to Jeremy Hill for how much hate I have sent his way. He's referencing when Jeremy Hill fumbled in that 2015 playoff game that we don't speak of. But he'd apologize for it if it meant that Joe Burrow is okay. And guess what? I would do the same thing. Austin, we got a phone call coming in. I think I know who it's from here, but let's be sure. Uh, Hello, who is this? Hey, this is Bruce. Hey, Bruce. How are you? I'm good, man. How's it going? Obviously, we're doing pretty down. So, Bruce, uh, what, what do you have to say on this dark, gloomy afternoon? Well, it's raining. Yep. It's cold. The rain's coming down everywhere. And just like the rain in 2020, it's all just took a big plop and crap right on our whole year. But you know what? There's hope, guys. There's hope. You know, because 
maybe next year, this time, maybe Burrow's back and maybe we get a high draft pick and we actually pick someone worth a damn. Maybe we get rid of some players. Maybe there's hope. As long as there's breath, there's hope. You know, definitely who they anyways. And, uh, you know, acceptance and, you know, I don't know the stages of grief or, mm-hmm. or all that other shit. But I know I definitely wouldn't have went to Pittsburgh neither. And I've never in my life wore the colors yellow and black together at one given time. I'm uh-huh. conscious of that. Very conscious. I've never in my life done it. Um, just, I don't know, man. Just, you know, shit happens and shit sucks. But, you know, it, it always is going to get better. You Bruce, know? And uh, Bruce, you just got to believe because I refuse to go to another fucking team. Oh, Bruce, we got to let you go with that. I'm so sorry, Bruce. We already let him let some anger fly there more than we would, but he, he really crossed the line there more than we'd like. Uh, but I appreciate Bruce going from positive. He seemed like he was tracking positive, and then he, he got – I mean, I guess it's his passion saying he would never go to a different team. Guys, I'm not going to cheer for a different team. There's an I, odd – there's an odd element when people are talking. You you hear them like start out like with this composed kind of you know thing, and then it just slowly gets into just raw emotion. And is, we're you know we're, we're all we there. Understand. I mean, there's some good thoughts here. Jackie, going back to uh, the thought about giving Mike Brown a nude massage. He's built like an Among Us character. For those of you who've played the game on your phone, they're little uh, a little minion looking blobs. He does look like that. Uh, he she also this she would risk her shellfish allergies. Jackie is willing to eat some salmon and balloon up like Will Smith and Hitch if it means that Joe Burrow would be okay. And that is something I can appreciate. She would also call her ex. She is very keen on not calling her ex, but she's willing to do that <laughs> if it means that it'll happen. Um, Wait, if my, you do that, we got to get it on Stripes and Gripes. Yeah, Jackie, if you're going to call your ex, at least let us know and we'll, we'll send you the link and we'll, we'll get the whole thing set up so we can catch that. Uh, Mike says we'd have better chance of Burrow on crutches than Finley. That is completely and totally true. Uh, Richard said he would move to Pittsburgh and wear a Bengals top around all day and take the abuse to save Joey's leg. That is a bridge. I didn't think any of us think we would, we would do. Um, my mom actually tunes in says a gross description of Mike Brown, by the way, I guess she'd not appreciate us talking about his little, his little roles he might have. (laughs) And the fact that you said you'd get into every crack and crevice. I didn't say I was proud of it, but I know for the benefit of everyone in this room, I hope all of us would do the same thing. Uh, Dustin said his wife, Tiffany, who called in earlier, said she is enjoying her sixth Jack and Coke. So she is coping in a very tough way. Bruce apologized for the language. Bruce, don't apologize. It's a tough day for all of us. And Ryan said he would not block the opposite direction. That would be a good thing. If we would have not blocked the opposite direction, things might be going a little bit better. Ooh, Rob says he would even eat Gold Star. Oh, Skyline for life. And Rob, I, for those that are un, uh, unaccustomed to the Skyline versus Gold Star, everyone knows that Skyline is the creme de la creme and Gold Star might as well be dumpster hey, juice. Hey, hey. I've, I've got a question for the people tuned in. Yeah. If I want to know by show of comments, if you had to eat jo- uh, Gold Star for the rest of your life, would you do it to revert the play that caused Joe Burrow's injury. You have to eat Gold Star for the rest of your life. I need one. I mean, I need just like, would you or would you not? You have to eat only Gold Star, no Skyline, rest of your life to revert the play. Let's post it on there. Awesome. What would you do? Well, seeing as that I'm in a better scenario only because I don't have as much access as I used to because I used to eat it about twice a week. Um, Yes, I absolutely would, and it's easy. But I'm just saying it's easier for me. Like, the people who regular, that's like a life, big, big, big life decision. I mean, yeah, I think that honestly, even if even if you had access to it all the time, I believe that I would gladly eat that for the rest of my life to avoid what just happened because my stomach is willing to take whatever abuse that Goldstar might put on me to save Joe Burrow from the negligence the Bengals put on him. We have some answers rolling in here. Uh, Sutton says Skyline all day, so I'm guessing Sutton would not do that. Greg gladly would. Jackie would. Bruce would not. Sean would not. Laurie would. Michael would. Glenn would do it three times, but of course Glenn would because he is he is committed to this unlike anyone else. Dustin and his wife Tiffany would. Jackie here with a surprise take, not an issue. Gold star baby. Jackie, <laughs> those are some fighting words. 
Sutton said he would. Um, Bruce said he would if it was multiple Super Bowl wins, like 15. Like, <laughs> for us to get forget one Super Bowl, we'll talk about that someday. What will we do for one Super Bowl? And I guarantee you it's a lot less than just having to eat Gold Star. Kimberly Wood, Jonathan said he would for the rest of his life and spend the rest of time on the toilet taking Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so Jonathan with a, a nice graphic description. Uh, Lance said never ate either one surprisingly, but yes, I would. So Lance said he would. Sean would for a year. Mike says never had Skyland. I could do it. The big thing here is the terrible Pramani brothers, which Austin, you and I had that one time where they put the fries on the burger. Um, he would actually eat Pramani for the rest of his life to save Burrow. And uh, Jackie is ready to square up over us for her our slander of Gold Star. So obviously, I would say about 75% of the people are willing to eat Gold Star forever if it means that Joe Burrow is not injured. And I think that that is a pretty good uh, ratio. I would expect about three-quarters of people be willing to do that. <sighs> well. Guys, I really appreciate everyone uh you know, being on here today and just uh, this has been a nice kind of grief counseling session, I think, for all of us. Um, you know, we put these on our podcast. If you haven't found us on the podcast, go wherever you get your podcast, type in Stripes and Gripes and subscribe to it because we really appreciate you guys being here, whether I'm in the car or Landry's in the park or wherever we are. When we do these shows, you guys show up and you chat and we had some great conversations. Yes, absolutely. I think as we wind down here, uh, let's end with one of these segments here. Unless people continue to call in, comment 513-278-3088. All right, let's get to this point here. We've gone through bargaining. I went through depression. Austin watched me on the stream this afternoon go from frustration to depression. He could see it in my, my dejected tone. As we go from that, we all know our gripe. Find your stripe to share because we need the positivity to save us from ourselves right now. So everybody call in. If you saw frustration, share them. But if you can share a stripe to try to redeem what will be remembered as a very bad afternoon here in so, the middle of a very bad year. This is an important exercise. Everybody find one stripe, one positive, even if it's the smallest thing, just to say you did comment your stripe. And yep. Jackie, she asked me if I would shave my mustache for Joe. Yes. Yes, I will shave my mustache for Joe. So, Jackie, you need to call your ex in Gold Star on the show to say no. no. She would She would rather be in, in Gold Star than Skyline. So you need to go to Gold Star. Or, excuse me. she got to go to Skyline, call her ex, and eat some shellfish just so she – is able to to rectify Joe <laughs> Burrow's knee injury. Um, all right, so as we go through this here, right, a few so Landry, people. We gotta, well, Landry, huh? we got to share ours, our stripe. We got to oh, share yeah. our stripe. I, hey, we're getting a phone call here, so let's at least hear from the people right. before we get to it. Because, guys, we're about the people. I know we're a little bit longer than usual right now, but we all need this together. Let's see who we have on the line here. Uh, hello, who is this? This is David. Hey, David. How are you doing again? I'm doing good. Just calling to give you guys my stripes Please. since I called and gave my rant earlier. Go for it. I have I have two stripes. AJ Green looked good in the first half. Yep. His connections with Burrow. Watched him make that toe touch grab on the sideline that yes. Ron Rivera got to the challenge flag for. Looked mm -hmm. great. I was so happy to see AJ back to form. And my second stripe is going to go out to the DBs. Those are my two stripes for today. Hey, thank you so much for calling. All right, guys. Have Peace. Yeah, you too. And hey, those are some good thoughts here. Uh, we have a few people here saying what there is, uh, some stripes, and some of these are pretty good. Uh, first of all, James Philip Donaldson would give up his leg for that, and that's a good thing. Uh, I also want to point this out before we get to the stripes. Mike Robinette said he didn't want to come on the show today, but it made him feel better. I agree, Austin. This has made the afternoon a little bit more palatable. I'm kind of sad when we hang up here because I'm going to have to start thinking about the reality of what occurred this afternoon. But for a little bit, we got to suspend reality. So here's some stripes for the afternoon. 
Rob Peterman said, AJ Green showed up. As David said on the phone line, love seeing that touchdown and that toe drag on the sideline was fantastic. Joni says, thank you for letting us commiserate in here. It sucks, but I feel a little better. Joni, feel the same way as you. Bruce with a good point here. He's young. He could come back stronger. What if Joe Burrow comes back as this like Transformers X-Man superhero? That would be dope. Uh, I love to hear that. Reagan says, Stripe, that Spain is always going to be the guy to stand by the refs and try to hear the call. As I pointed out before, I flew by Quentin Spain a couple years ago, and he was a fantastic father, and I followed his career for that reason alone. So having him in Stripes makes me so happy. Glenn Shoemate. I got to point out this. Glenn Shoemate is the disgruntled fan. So my Stripe for the day is Glenn the Legend Shoemate. And his is Joe's positive words after the injury. You're right. He said, you can't get rid of me that easy. He's coming back better than ever. And I love to hear that. Richard says, our receiving core is elite. When Joe returns, we'll rack up the yards. There is between Higgins and Boyd, you have a solid core. We'll see what happens with A.J. Green. But there is a lot of good things there on the wide receiver unit. Joni says, Jesse Bates is awesome. I love that. He and, and Dustin says the same thing. Jesse had a pick today. Jesse is an all-pro safety, and if he's not first-team all-pro, we got issues. Michael, an original fan. Jesse Bates, INT, green glimpse of hope. And last not least, the big belly bullet question being answered undoubtedly. Yeah, he's terrible. So we know the answer. The way this week can be redeemed is if he's off the team. I love it. Sutton says it's striped that even though it's a loss, it's closer to Cincy firing Zach Taylor. There is some thought to that. There's going to be a lot of questions he has to answer. I'm looking forward to reading the post-game press conference here after the show. Uh, Brian says, Joe will come back hungrier than ever. T. Higgins is the future. Don't count out Joe. We have to try to tank for a better draft pick. Losses may be slim between now and the end of the year, and a better draft pick, that would help out. Let's keep an eye out for uh, Panay Sewell, the tackle out of Oregon. That would be great. Uh, Jesse Bates might end up being the best safety in history, says Mike. A lot of stripes, even in the middle of a dark time, you guys are willing to find some positivity in that. I can appreciate. Austin, what's your stripe? Well, my stripe is A.J. Green's, as they referred to it on the TV, his vintage catch that just Mm -hmm. brought you straight back to the glory days of A.J. Green rocking the scene. Um, Landry, you'll remember this better than I do, but was there not some sort of Hail Mary catch versus the Baltimore Ravens that he did? I can actually tell you the exact date, and that's for one reason only. Because November 10th, 2013. Why do I remember that? Because our friend Brandon got married that day. You and I were in the car. We had to call my dad, and he was giving us play-by-play. And all we heard was, no, in this unbelievable moment. So, yes, there was that. And there was also a Hail Mary catch, if you can remember, um, I think it was 2015, no, 2016 or 17. I think it was 16 against the Browns. You remember there was about 15 defenders on him, and you just see his little hand reach out and bring it in for a fantastic touchdown at the end of the half. So, yeah, those Hail Marys bring me a lot of joy. They bring me a lot of joy. And then lastly, it's just the people here willing to show up and just be in it with all of us. And, uh, man, we enjoy talking to you guys. Share this, you know, with your friends and family and stuff so we can keep this going and then potentially meet up here we'll do something and figure out a way we can all get together i think we all got to take a greyhound bus to kalamazoo michigan and we gotta meet we gotta meet the disgruntled fan uh here we have bo brown here bo's been saying some stuff in the comments that's not been always positive and this isn't necessarily positive too but it might be true uh you guys even look depressed it's sad really being a fan of this team has done a number on y'all i can tell and bo you're not wrong This team has shaved years off of my life. Uh, What's a shame is I was just thinking today about how much I enjoy being a fan, how fun it is to get to sit down and watch these games and hang out with Austin and talk with him and talk to you guys during these shows. And then being a fan won't be as much fun going forward for this season, but we still got this community. It's still fun to have some football. I'm looking forward to, to what might come from this year and seeing the great revival of Joe Burrow this early in his career. It's going to be something to, to behold, and it's an honor to be on this journey with you. And so, yeah, it has the number on us, and we are sad. Can you blame us? But at least we're still here, and we're still fans. Glenn says, I'll come to Jungle. Disgruntled fan, I love Cincy. Wish I was born and raised there. Glenn, after all this, we're getting the squad together, and we're going to a Bengals game. I'm going to do, I'm gonna say something like I normally do that kind of hopefully takes us a little bit out of the football scheme and looks at life. You know, guys, just like today – 
we had a terrible incident that happened that ruined our hope. That was a big theme that disgruntled fans said, we have no hope no more. Well, we don't in the short term, but in the long term, we can start looking to the days where Joe Burrow is healthy again and we have the revival with a better team because hopefully we have a better draft pick and we see great things happen. And that's a metaphor for life. Sometimes things don't come easy and things don't come quick, but we got to be patient and we got to look forward and be looking forward and not stay stuck in the past and use that patience as motivation to persevere through the dark times. And we're going to do it with y'all here on Stripes and Rhymes. Absolutely. Austin put it well. I'm not sure I have much else to add to that beyond everybody. I know it's a strange year. Your Thanksgiving plans may in jeopardy. Currently mine are actually. But even in light of that, we still have some time off of work, hopefully. I hope you enjoy it. We got a disgruntled fan on our side. And when he comes to Cincy, he says he's going to rush the field. And for that, I am thrilled. Dustin's going to go to the game with us. Glenn's going to the game with us. We're all getting together after the, the pandemic, and we're going to go to this game together and enjoy a Bengals victory. So until then, I think Austin's frozen as he goes through a drive somewhere. He may or may not be back with us. Guys, we love you. We care about you. We're Always back. join the group chat. He's back. He's back. Join the group chat. Talk us on Facebook. We'll be here for you every week. And until then, enjoy your Thanksgiving. And who day anyway, even if it's tough to say today. Love you guys. Who day anyway. We'll talk to you soon.